The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Well, hello there. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you coming and spending some time with me. And I'm going to dive into handling feedback because it's a really important part of growing your business and developing a growth mindset. And it's been something that I have been leaning into a lot lately because of I have been really missing my in-person events. So with Love What You Do, obviously with everything that's happening with coronavirus, we put them on hold because we aren't allowed to meet in person. But I've been missing them so much because there's only so many coffee catch-ups that you can have via Zoom and, you know, you know, catch-ups with friends and family and all of that. But you can't replace a really well-organized event like what I do with Love What You Do. And I really do miss putting them together and liaising with the speaker and really coming up with something that's really worthwhile for you to attend. And so I was like, I don't want to wait. Like, I don't want to wait for all of this to be over before we can get together and connect and collaborate. So I decided to bite the bullet and turn them online, turn them virtual. And so I've been looking at different platforms of the ways that I can develop an an experience for you to come along no matter where you are in the world to join us for the evening and learn and connect and collaborate as well as have there's still the beauty of what it is that I try to create. So I try to create a beautiful safe space where people can come together and talk about the challenges of business and be able to learn something new that they can implement straight away. I'm so focused on things being so practical and the way that I look at neuroscience and the way that I look at human behavior and the way that I look at mindset is all about the practical elements of it that we can understand it, but unless we're actually embodying it and putting it into action, there's no point in actually learning it, right? So what's really important to me from my events is that you don't just come and actually hear someone speak, that you actually learn something that you can implement in your business is going to make a difference. And so I thought to myself, well, what is it that people need now while they're either still in isolation, while they're still trying to make their businesses profitable at the moment? What is it that they really need? What could they work on now that's going to be really worthwhile? And so I thought, well, visibility is always key And PR is a great way to get more visibility. So I've asked a beautiful friend, Odette Barry from Odette & Co. to join us for the evening. And we're going to be diving into how to overcome the fear of being seen and the fear and the imposter syndrome, which when I was talking to Odette and talked about her clients that she works with, with regards to publicity, she said the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back is those two things, the fear of being seen and the imposter syndrome. So I'm going to bring an element of that to actually help you overcome those things. And then Odette is going to be diving into the practicalities of improving your visibility and developing a PR strategy. It's going to be such a good night. And so I'm going to create a little workbook for it to go along with it as well. So then you've got something to tangibly walk away with that you can implement and be confident in pitching yourself to outlets, to publications, to podcasts, to speaking events. 
So if you, if you want to come along, you can find a link in the show notes and we'd love for you to join us. It's going to be such a great night. It's on Wednesday, the 20th of May. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. Today is all about handling feedback. And the reason why this has come about is because, one, it's a key thing that we need to be doing in our business on a regular basis is actually welcoming the feedback because we require it for the growth of the business. And it's important that you're getting comfortable with that. So I really want to talk about, one, developing a growth mindset around feedback and criticism, then who you actually look look to and receive feedback from, and then how to not take the feedback personally. So let's talk a little bit more about it. Okay, so why is it required for our growth? First and foremost, depending on where you're receiving your feedback from, every element of business will give us feedback. We can see with the numbers will give us feedback of whether things are working or not working. The words that our clients use to describe our business, our insights and analytics when it comes to Facebook and Google and all of those will actually share with us how much reach our business is getting. So that's all giving us feedback. And then there's the negative feedback that we possibly receive, whether it's comments on our posts on social media, whether it's unhappy clients, whether it is feedback based on what we've requested feedback on. So it could be that you've requested feedback based on a program that you've put on or something that you've put out to the world, you're actually requesting feedback. All of that, we receive feedback in lots of different areas of the business. And we can either avoid looking at that feedback or criticism Or we can welcome it and we can look at it as an opportunity to grow and way that we learn to see what works, what doesn't work and how we can better ourselves, better our business. So I think what's really important is that first and foremost, we need to look at it as an opportunity for growth rather than a criticism focused on you as an individual or that the business is bad or the business is terrible, the business is not going to work, right? And I think in the early stages, it's easy to do that research and actually ask for the feedback because it's in early stages and you haven't really put your absolutely everything into it. Whereas when you grow and your business is getting so much more, so much bigger, it's your baby, right? So it's like your little infant or your teenager that you are so attached to you that when you receive the feedback, often we can take it personally. So that's why I really want to talk about it. But what's really important is that in early stages, we can kind of do the market research to find out what's going on in the market to sort of make decisions. And then often we can actually forget to continue to do that. But every stage of business, the more that you actually reach out and ask for the feedback, welcome the feedback, welcome the criticism, the more you'll learn and actually start to develop things for your business that's much more effective and much more on point, much more on message and will land so much more effectively with your clients. So even no matter what it is that you're putting out there, if you have something in mind that you want to launch in the next couple of months, I would be starting to ask for feedback now. Find out what it is that people really want. What are their pain points? What are they experiencing at the moment? How do they describe it? Finding out their language. Because when you start to ask for that, there is so much gold in that feedback. Even in like as a coach, every time I'm on a discovery call with a client, like the first interaction that I have with a potential client, the language that they use is so important. The way that they describe their challenge, the way that they describe the situation they're, they're experiencing helps me to actually develop my podcast even more effectively, right? Because I can take key pain points from that call on the phone and actually develop some something like a podcast that's going to speak to their problem or speak to their needs and actually solve a problem for them straight away. So really starting to think about how you can utilize the feedback that you're already gaining from your potential clients or your current clients and utilize it in your business much more effectively. 
I would look at researching all your current interactions with your clients. What are they talking about? What are they needing from, from you right now? And what can you develop that's going to help support them? The more that you create based on your client's needs, the more likely that is to be received really well, the more likely it is that they're actually going to purchase more from you continuously, right? So you want to anticipate their needs, absolutely, but ask. The more you ask, the easier it is to develop something that's so much more impactful and wanted and well-received than ever. The next key thing that I'd like to talk about is that who we receive our feedback from. I think it's really important that you consider and take the time to think about it of deciding who is it that you're going to welcome criticism and feedback from rather than welcoming it from everybody because it's really can be detrimental if you're going out and you're serial polling people and getting all the information and then trying to make decisions from there. It just doesn't work because it's so confusing. So one of the things that I like to talk about is that I have literally five people on my go-to list who I reach out to for feedback, that I ask questions, that I you know sh- show them what it is that I'm creating, and I ask them for feedback or criticism. So what's really important is that those five people, one, I know for sure, have my best interests at heart. I know that they actually want to give feedback based on my growth and they're not hesitant to come forwards, right? So I know they're going to give me clear, honest, constructive feedback that is going to be supportive of my expansion. Really, really important. Two, they are also, majority of them are in business, okay? So some of them aren't, but those two that aren't, uh, I know that they absolutely have my They understand my vision. They understand the purpose of my business. They understand who it is that I'm serving and they have my best interest at heart. Okay. And the others are actually in business. They're friends of mine that are actually in business. They understand what it's like. They have a business background and they, again, know who it is that I'm wanting to work with, know my business vision and have my best interest at heart. So there's five people that I look to for feedback. Then outside of that, the other key things that I look to for feedback or criticism are people in my target market, so the ideal clients that I want to work with, I absolutely receive feedback from them and take it on board. Now, that comes with a caveat, which I'll get to in just a sec. And then the next people that I look to for feedback or criticism or welcome the feedback or criticism is others that are all, that are actually in business that are at a higher level than what I am in my business. I look to them as they're either role models or they're, they're a level of business that I would like to get to. And then I can see that they're doing great things in the world. They're in the arena, as Brene Brown would say. If you haven't watched the Brene Brown series on Netflix called The Call to Courage, and you know that criticism is something that you feel like you could you could improve on, then I would definitely go watch that. It's so good. So she talks a lot about how like if people are not in the arena and you're allowing them to comment, allowing them to give you feedback or criticism, and you're taking it on board as personally, it's about being aware of like who are you actually receiving feedback from? You get to choose, okay? And so once you're actually aware of that, you can start to look at this is my inner circle and these are the types of people I'm going to receive feedback from and I'm going to value their opinion. But I get to choose what I want to take on board. I can take pieces and leave the rest. Starting to notice the way that people give feedback is really important too because if people have given you feedback in the past that has been very personally, had a personal agenda behind it or that was actually more detrimental to your growth rather than encouraging then just be mindful of that, that if you put yourself in the situation again to receive that feedback, then you're actually just being a glutton for punishment, right? So if it's not been positive in the past or, and this is different different to constructive feedback, right? I mean, 
a personal agenda, personally attacking you, speaking to your personality, speaking to you as a human being, rather than speaking to the business and what it is that it needs or a specific feedback in regards to a product or service that you offer, right? Very different. You've really got to be mindful of the way that people give feedback. Some people are really constructive in the way that they give feedback and they know that they have your best interests at heart, but they also are looking at it from a strategic position where it's like, great, I see this could work a little bit better. And you get to choose what you want to take on board, but just notice if the people in the past have given you feedback where it's been quite negative or a personal attack or a personal judgment, then if you ask for feedback from them again, just be aware of that, that it's going to come from a personal place rather than a business place. And if you continuously go back to that person, then, you know, fool me once, that's on you, but fool me twice, that's on me, right? So just be mindful of that, that if that's the sort of person, that's the type of feedback they like to give, then don't ask for it again. And if they begin to give you their feedback, then it's up to you to set a clear boundary that you're not going to be receiving feedback from them in regards to their business, to your business, okay? Really just be mindful of that. You can absolutely set a boundary in place that, lets people know that you're not open to feedback from them in a kind and compassionate way, just by clearly stating or changing the subject. Like, can you literally just change the subject and thank them? Like, I appreciate it. I'm not in a position to actually receive that type of feedback at the moment. I'll come back to you or whatever it might be. Like, you're able to set that clear boundary. And I think that that's really important for your well-being that you do that. And then it's about choosing not to take it on board. If you would not like to receive that feedback, you can remove yourself from the conversation or you can listen to it and then disregard it, let it go, right? Every, everything that somebody else says, another judgment outside of yourself, you do not have to take on board at all. So now let's talk a little bit about how to not take it personally. First and foremost, I like to separate my business to who I am as a person. When we receive feedback, often we can take it personally because we think it's judgment on us as a human being, which is not the case. We want to be mindful that we're separating the business as a business entity and then decide whether that feedback or criticism is beneficial to the business. If it is not beneficial to the business, then you can disregard it. But the thing is what strengthening our ability and our growth mindset to be able to receive feedback and criticism is important because we want to take it on board as growth. And maybe it's just simply as asking that question, can this feedback support my growth? And if not, let it go, right? Water off a duck's back, let it go. It's when we latch onto it and we make it mean something about ourselves that it can be quite detrimental to our well-being. It can be quite detrimental to the belief about ourselves and our, our businesses. So really be mindful that we're not taking it on board personally. Now, to do that, we need to have a really strong sense of self, right? We need to have our own back. And if we don't have our own back, then other people's opinions can absolutely come in and derail us and tear us down until we are a shell of who we used to be, right? Our worth is not determined by other people's opinions or other people's viewpoints on our worth. That's a really key, important part of this, right? Often when we take on feedback personally is because we're taking it on board to because we think it's actually affecting who we believe that we are and our worth in the world. That is not the case. You are already worthy. You are already deserving. We want to make sure we're receiving feedback to improve our businesses for growth for the future. And you get to choose, is this feedback supporting me or not? And the same thing with when we receive a negative comment, 
one, we want to notice whether the judge, where the judgment's coming from. Is it constructive feedback and constructive criticism? If not, then you can choose to release it. You can choose to let it go. You can delete the comment. You can basically just not take it on board. You get to choose to do that. And the easier it is to do that is based on the strength of who you believe you are. When you have a strong sense of self in regards to a strong sense of self-belief and know that you back yourself 100% and you know that you aren't, your worth is not based on your business's success, then you can absolutely allow that feedback to, to be released and to let it go. Sometimes easier said than done. Yeah, absolutely. So it's important that we still allow ourselves to have our reactions and then we want to choose how we want to respond. So sometimes we don't get a choice on whether we are receiving the feedback. So sometimes it's not that we're actually asking for it, that it's being thrown at us, whether it's on social media, whether it's directly to our face, whatever it is. Sometimes we don't get a choice whether we get to listen to it or read it or not. And that's absolutely true, but we get to choose how we want to respond. So still allow yourself the time to have your reaction. Sometimes it can be hurtful. Sometimes it can be really sad. Sometimes it can be awful to read negative comments about yourself. I absolutely understand. But that's when I always go back to what Brene Brown says. If that person who is giving you that feedback is not in the arena, if they're not achieving amazing things in the business world, if they're not showing up, putting themselves out there for judgment in the arena, then I'm not, I'm not even validating their opinion with a response, right? I'm not, I'm choosing not to take on board their feedback if I don't believe that they're even understanding what it's like to be in the arena. So I always come back to Brene Brown's work there. I think it's really, really poignant and it's so valuable when you think about it from that perspective. If they're not even trying, putting themselves out there, doing the things that you're doing, their opinion does not matter and you get to choose to make that decision. If they're not in your target market, if they're not in the five people that you value their opinion and know that they have your best interest at heart, then it's most likely coming from a place of judgment from their own experience. And a lot of the time it's about even being aware of the fact that they actually don't even know you. And so the feedback that they're giving or the judgment that they're giving has actually nothing to do with you. It's based on their own experience, what's going on in their own world. And it's easier for them to judge another human being than it is to look within and look at their own insecurities. So, Working through receiving feedback is so important and I think it's something that we can all develop a strength in. And so just noticing, one, we want to build up our own self-worth and our own self-belief to back ourselves and that's when we start to make sure that we're valuing our own opinion above other people's opinions, right? I look to other people for feedback, absolutely. I want to take it on board as constructive feedback to support my growth, but at the end of the day, my opinion is still the most important, okay? And yours is the most important for you, okay? You must value your own opinion above all else. And the best way to value your own opinion is when you do what you say you're going to do. Build that self-trust, build that self-worth by doing what you say you're going to do. Put yourself out there, do the things that you want to do and back yourself every step of the way and then show yourself that you can do it. Prove to yourself that you can absolutely make great decisions. You can absolutely make great things and put it out there and be happy with it. And then no matter what the feedback is, you're still happy with it. And you can always make tweaks to it. You can always make changes, but it's up to you to decide for yourself what is good for you, what is great for you, what is worthwhile, what is valuable to you. Your opinion matters the most. When we are taking on board someone else's opinion and we're valuing it above our own, that's when we need to start looking within and deciding 
when did I decide someone else's opinion was better than my own? It was more important than my own. That's when we want to start doing that self deep work to go, okay, that's, I need to start looking at where validation and approval is affecting me. I need to start looking at why I have discounted my own value, where I've discounted myself, where I've stopped valuing my own opinion and start working through those blocks to help shift that. So then you can start to value your own opinion above anybody else's, build that strong sense of self, and then welcome the feedback for the benefit of your business and the benefit of your own growth, not to the detriment of your own well-being and your own self-worth. And I guess the way to actually notice whether approval or validation affects you is if you look to the positive comments, if you look for the positive reinforcements that, you know, the post likes, the engagement, and you actually receive something from that, right? So you you look to it, it's something that gives you a sense of validity, it's what gives you a sense of I am worthy, that's when we start to notice that that's when usually the negative comments affect you so badly as well. It's because we look to that well above our own opinion, right? So it's like we create something, we put it out there. Maybe it's a post. I'm just going to use it as an example. Maybe we create a Facebook post and we put this Facebook post out into the world. And then if it gets a certain number of likes, we then then tie that to our self-worth and our, our value in the world when it actually has nothing to do with that. And Usually when we're looking to the positives to give us validation, we are also looking to the negatives to give us validation. So it's really important that we start to notice, like if that's starting to affect us, we need to start looking at what we measure as important in our lives, because that's not the measurement that is going to support you in your growth. And when we're developing that growth mindset and receiving feedback and receiving criticism in a positive way, we can start to notice that, okay, so it's not that I'm always looking for the positive feedback. It's not that I'm always looking for those positive comments to come my way. And that's what makes me feel good about myself. It's that my measure of my growth of my business and my measure of my happiness is actually outside of that. It's irrelevant to that. I am my own responsibility when it comes to my happiness and to my worth. And I am born worthy. I don't look to other things to make me worthy. Does that make sense? So when you start to notice that, hang on a minute, I get really down when I have a negative comment or my post doesn't go so well, then it starts to noticing, actually, what's my measure of happiness? What's my measure of worth? What's my measure of value in the world? And If you're attaching it to something outside of yourself, then that's when we really start to need to look within and start to value your own opinion first, right? So we start to realize that, hang on a minute, why is it that I value someone else's opinion over my own? Because your opinion matters the most. So it's about building that self-trust and it's about bringing in all the self-love, right? That's where the true self-love comes into play. It's not bubble baths. It's taking the time to actually acknowledge yourself, celebrate yourself and acknowledge your strengths and love you for who you are and accept you for who you are. It's got nothing to do whether you're accepted by somebody else or whether you're loved by another human being. You develop the love within yourself. And so when you love yourself enough to value your own opinion and to trust your own decisions, that's when valuing feedback comes at a place where it's designed for your growth and not as a negative experience in your life. Because often the thought process around it when we receive the feedback, so just noticing what are the thoughts that I have around it when I receive feedback? Is it that I'm not willing to receive it? Is it that everybody else is wrong and I'm right? Is it that everybody else is right and I'm wrong? Is it that I can't handle the feedback? Is it that because it's going to mean something about who I am as a person? 
So just starting to know what's the thought pattern around it. And we start to have that self-inquiry to go, really, is that true? Well, no, it's not true, right? So I get to notice that, hang on a minute, the feedback isn't 100% true, okay? No feedback, no comment, no response is 100% true for you. Go with me on this. Because when a judgment is placed, and that's technically what feedback is, someone is giving you a judgment based on their experience, their beliefs, their values, their fears, and so they're giving you their feedback based on their whole life experience, So if their whole life experience has taught them that by putting yourself out there, that you're opening yourself up to ridicule, they could actually have quite a huge fear around it. So when they judge you for doing something or or giving you feedback about what you think they think you should do or shouldn't do, that's only going to come from their experience. It's not going to come from a true place of what's best for you because they're actually giving you feedback and judgment based on what's best for them. Does that make sense? So when we start to realize that, that no matter what comment is being left, it's a negative comment, it's a hurtful comment, it's feedback that's not necessarily positive, you get to choose what you take and what you leave. And notice that, hang on a minute, where could that comment be coming from? What's going on in their lives that that's made them respond like that? What's going on for them that they look at that as positive feedback or they look at that as a feedback that I need to know? So we need to be mindful that we're taking feedback as a grain of salt. Yes, we want to receive the feedback and we want to be open to the feedback, but we also want to know that it's not 100% true. So we want to take what's best for us and leave the rest. Take what's best and leave the rest. I can't remember who said that, but someone has said that before. (laughs) So take what's best and leave the rest. Now, I'd love for you to share with me. Come find me on Instagram at Christine Corcoran School Coach and share with me, where do you really struggle to receive feedback? And I would love for you to start to do that self-inquiry to understand why is it that that specific area that you really struggle with feedback? And I want you to start to notice, like, is it that internal dialogue that's going on that's making it mean something that it's actually not? Is it that you're valuing that other person's opinion above your own? Is it that you're looking for the validation of other people and you're trying to get that through the feedback and it's not coming through the feedback, so then we want to reject it? So just starting to notice, like, what's the thought process that you have around the feedback? Because once we're aware of that, we can then diagnose the issue and the underlying issue or the root cause that's causing that response. So feel free to come share with me on Instagram. I'd love to have a chat about it. It's always interesting. And I love getting comments from people who listen to the podcast. Honestly, it's, it is the best because I'm sitting here, literally, this is an output of energy and I'm giving you my best, but I don't know how it's landing until I receive feedback. So I am asking you and I'm putting myself out there. I would love your feedback on this podcast. I would love your feedback and your comments on how this is helping you, whether you would like me to dive into something different, whether you have other topic ideas or how this has resonated with you today. Please come and share with me. I am so open to feedback and I know that I'm going to take what's best and leave the rest. Honestly, I really value other people's feedback because it helps me grow. So I hope to speak with you in my DMs really soon, but I hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.